Hello, and welcome to Easy Bake Takes, where we read the one-star reviews of your favorite movies and more. I'm Kat. And I'm Riley. This week, we watched the third installment of the Twilight Saga, Eclipse. And if you don't know what Eclipse is about, danger once again surrounds Bella as a string of mysterious killings terrorizes, terrorizes Seattle and a malicious vampire continues her infernal quest for revenge. Amid tumult, Bella must choose between her love for Edward and her friendship with Jacob, knowing that her decision may ignite the long-simmering feud between vampire and werewolf. I have so many thoughts to say. <laughs> okay, we'll get to those in a mm-hmm. second. So this movie was released in 2010, and it was directed by David Slade, who actually directed the movie Hard Candy. Oh. And the, yeah, the oh, Bandersnatch yeah. episode of Black Mirror and 30 Days of Night. Oh, like, what's Bandersnatch? Which one is that? That's the interactive Black Mirror episode. Then where you like choose oh, the okay. All right. Yeah. Nice. And then again it was written the script was written by Melissa Rosenberg. Obviously the novel was written by Stephanie Meyer. This one again we have Kristen Stewart as Bella, Robert Pattinson as Edward, Taylor Lautner as Jacob, Xavier Samuel as Riley, the head of the newborns, Billy Bor- Billy Bork. <laughs> Billy Burke plays Charlie. Bryce Dallas Howard replaced the last actress who played Victoria. And I'll yeah. get to why in a second. I flipped out when I heard that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the actors and actresses who play the Cullens and so on. Some fun facts about this movie. So David Slade took the time to interview each cast member individually, like a few times, just to discuss like their characters and the plot. And then the original actress that played Victoria, Rachel LaFave, mm-hmm. was replaced with Bryce Dallas Howard because she had scheduling conflicts. And originally, Bryce Dallas Howard had rejected the role of Victoria in Twilight because it was too small of a part, but took it back up for this one. And then the music for this one was done by Howard Shore, who did the score for the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which I think is cool. And I think it's really fitting because there's a lot of fighting in this one. Mm -hmm. They screened the first two on the Lunar Eclipse in 2010. This film has more of an emphasis on the Team Edward, Team Jacob aspect. Definitely. And it's a lot more favored by audience members than New Moon was, and critics, from what you'll see in a second. All the Cullens have flashbacks, but Alice doesn't get a flashback, so I looked up what her backstory is. She was a flapper girl, right? No. It's possible. It's possible she was. She was from Mississippi, and she had premonitions, and so a lot of people in the town thought she was a witch. She had a premonition. Yeah, she made friends with I would have loved to have seen that. (laughs) That would have been great in the city. She made friends with a vampire doctor who I'm assuming is Carlisle, but they Mm. didn't say in this thing that it was Carlisle. It says vampire doctor. And then she had a vision about James. I don't actually, it wasn't Carlisle. Hold on. No, it wasn't. It was just another vampire doctor. Mm -hmm. And she had visions about James, the one from the first movie that tried to kill Bella and had visions that James was looking for her. Mm -hmm. And so her vampire friend turned her into a vampire and then sacrificed himself to James to get, to let her escape. And then she met Edward, not Edward, Jasper, and then joined the Cullen family. They joined it together. And then the order of how, who joined when, mm-hmm. like when they joined the Cullen family, doesn't mean when they became a vampire, just means when they joined. Mm-hmm. Edward joined first. He was the first member of the Cullen family with Carlisle. Okay. And then Esme was found second. And then it was Rosalie and then Emmett and then Jasper and Alice in like 1950. So Edward was in 1901. Mm-hmm. Jasper and Alice were the last in 1950. Mm-hmm. So in the first movie when he's like, oh, Edward's, not Edward, Jasper's, new to not eating humans yeah it's like he is not he hasn't been eating a human blood since 1950 
he's still getting used to it. Okay, is it, because, like, in my head, because, like, really, to me, it's, like, vague. It's like, okay, so they joined the family in the 1950s, and, like, they're all, like, vegan vampires. What if Jasper's like, I'll join the family, but, like, I'm not going to do the whole vegan stuff, and, like, has been going off on his own. I don't think they would let him come into the family if he did that. Exactly. So it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so it I think it was just a gift. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Honestly. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts and opinions this one was so much better than New Moon. Like, this one was, like, actually, like, fun. So much more fun. I literally have a list of things that I want to talk about. Wait, is one of them, whenever Jasper goes, battle scars? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I want to talk about that with Jasper. He was definitely in the Confederate Army. So my question is... Did, he said he didn't see real battle in it, though. But he was a, but he was a major. Yeah, but you still joined it. You still joined the values of what the Confederate Army was. He was a major. He was a fucking major in the army. I'm sorry. So you didn't see battle, but you got you got high ranking. I call bullshit. His backstory could be literally anything. Yeah, and it literally did not have to be anything even remotely related to that. (laughs) Just make him a cowboy. Just make him a cowboy. Why does he have to be literally? He could be from the wild west. No, no kidding. Like, it, it literally couldn't... Ma- just make him a cowboy. And I don't understand why they didn't do that. So that's that's a big thing I wanted to bring up. Can I just, like, go through my list? Like, because it's, it's just... Go for it. I wrote this as I was watching it. So opening scene, they're in that field. And I was, like, kissing and stuff. I just got really bad secondhand embarrassment. Like, I started, like, covering my eyes. Because, like, I just couldn't handle what was happening. Oh, I skipped through that part. I was, like... It was secondhand embarrassment. I was, like... Mm-hmm. I... I didn't see these as I was a kid or a teenager growing up. So I can only imagine Not, yeah. as like a kid going there with like a parent, like how, how uncomfortable that would be. And also as a parent, like going like, my goodness, <laughs> like this is yeah. a little much. There's a reason I wasn't allowed to see Breaking Dawn. Okay. Let me just tell you. Because this one gets, gets into it. The Mormonism yeah. from Stephanie Myers really comes out oh, in this one. It really, really yeah. it kind of really shows in this one. Yeah, so secondhand embarrassment, first scene, Meadow. Okay, there's a scene where a vampire breaks into Bella's house. She's not there, but Charlie is, and he's, like, mm-hmm. passed out on the couch. I thought the vampire, like, leans in to, like, look at him, and you're like, oh, no, Charlie's going to be eaten or something. I just thought he, the vampire was going to kiss Charlie. And then he that pops around the corner and goes, hey, kiddo. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I love that scene. That was really good. Okay, Jacob forced a kiss on Bella and she punched him and broke her hand. I just thought it was a funny scene. But it's like awful that he's like, she's like, I don't love you. And he goes, no, you do. And then tries to kiss her. What a... Do you know why though? Like, have do you know why he has those feelings for her? Why? Oh, you'll find out in the next movies. I'm not going to spoil that for you. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm confused. What? You're going to... Ch- yep. You'll, you'll find out in the next two movies. I'm not going to spoil that. I will, I will not be spoiling that for you if you don't know. We'll get there. He's got incel vibes. Okay, so after that scene, directly after the scene, they drive back to her house and Edward comes at Jacob like all like like a coked out guy at a party kind of way. Yeah. I just really love that scene. It was really funny to see. That's the energy he has when Jacob's there all the time. He doesn't give like extremely strong vampire vibes. He gives out coked out boyfriend at a party. And vibe. the one who you the one who you'd think would have that personality is Emmett. And he doesn't. And he doesn't. Emmett's great. Yeah. I love Emmett. <laughs> Rosalie's backstory is like the most intense. Most intense, really fucked up one, but mm-hmm. she has Kill Bill vibes because she like kills him in a bride's costume. That yes. was pretty awesome. I like that a lot. Her backstory is pretty cool. Yeah, it made me love her character a lot. 
Yeah, it gave, it gave me something about her because I didn't know anything about her from the last two movies. So really glad mm-hmm. they gave us that. Cool. Oh, my God. And a Kendrick going like, I was born to be a leader. Like, it just made me hate her more. <laughs> Sorry. Not her as a person, just her character. Just the character. Just the Why character. Why are you a side character in this movie then, Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> okay, when he proposes to Bella with that, the most disgusting engagement ring I've ever seen in my f- life. Austin said it looks like something from Pier 1. Like, they have a little jewelry section. It looks like those things where you put a quarter in, Mm -hmm. and it gives you the little little ball, Mm -hmm. and you open it, and it's in there. It's nasty. I hate hate it so much. I personally don't want a traditional-looking wedding ring, Mm -hmm. or, I mean, an engagement ring, Mm -hmm. but I don't want one that's giant and looks like a bug. Exactly. I don't want one that's going to say, like, Karen vibes on it because like that's the one it kind of yeah, gives me that's a Karen ring it's a Karen yeah. ring no offense if that's a ring you want but just letting you know that's what's what I'm assuming I'm, about your ring I'm just gonna okay. let you know I hate it if that's the kind of ring I you like ring. I don't like it so mm-hmm. you might want to rethink it <laughs> it's kind of like that thing where you're not allowed to tell someone that their newborn's not cute <laughs> oh yeah it's like I can't say like oh it's not my taste like you can't say it yeah you, you, you gotta say like oh it's beautiful you can't just you know they're stuck yeah. with it forever or until they yeah. divorce. But, but go on. There's a moment. It's just a little moment I saw, like, ever saying goodbye to Bella. And he kisses her forehead, but her hat is covering her forehead. So he's just kind of smooching on her little wool beanie for a minute. Mm-hmm. And it just weirded me out. I'm like, that is. See, when Noah does that to me, he'll move the hat. He'll, like, lift it up. Yeah, that would have been cute. put it back. But he didn't. Yeah. He just kind of made out with the wool hat for a second and then um, mm-hmm. went on his way. Mm-hmm. This is a really important one. This is my second to last big note. Charlie and Alice flirted. I know. I saw that too. I, I was like, fuck, that fuck, so fuck, fuck. <laughs> well, and then Bella goes like, are you like going to date like other women or something like that? It's like, yeah. but he was all like, don't be a stranger, Alice. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Which I kind of get because Alice is very like sweet and pretty. So I get it. And I love Charlie. I love Charlie. I think he's a great character. Yeah, Charlie's good. I love Charlie. Last big thing, I'm convinced everyone in this movie is wearing a wig. That is something. I saw that in the reviews. One of the reviews literally just said wigs. (laughs) It looks like everyone's hairline is so fucked up. It's not natural. It's not human. And I know that, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like the point. They're all not technically human. It's still not natural. It's not okay. It's not okay. Exactly. No, yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely noticed that too. Mm And that was the last of my notes. I'll get into my thoughts then. I love a good flashback, so that's why this one's my favorite. Absolutely. Because I love I love flashbacks mm-hmm. in anything. Even if they're pointless, mm-hmm. love them. And then again, why are the Volturi dressed like that? They look like red-eyed cult members. They look like the weird kids at the mall that you would see your mom yeah. would like don't they're stare. They're not even fun goths. They're not even fun goths. They're just they take it they they take themselves too seriously. They look like newsies. Half of the ones looked like newsies, and then the other two looked like they were in a fucking cult because they were in black cloaks. They took the time to do their eye makeup, though, <laughs> which I think yeah. is so funny because they're always like, they're all like serious and like, like all in everyone's yeah. head, but like they did their eye makeup that morning, and I just love, I love that. To me, that's like so funny to think of a vampire. Yeah, that's probably why they were late to the fight. Yeah, that, no kidding. They showed up late to the slaughter <laughs> that mm-hmm. it happened. And then the next one, why the fuck didn't. Jacob stay with Bella during the fight. Why did Edward stay? Because they've already established they can smell Bella, but they can't smell her if Edward if Jacob's with her. You're putting her in danger by not letting just Jacob or just another wolf stay with her mm-hmm. and staying there with her. Yeah. Because he was like, 
Victoria cut my scent. And it's like, yeah, no shit, idiot. Yeah. You did all that work. Mm-hmm. And I know it's plot. Like, I know it's like a plot exactly. thing. But like. It's not well thought out. It's stupidity. It's, it's dumb plot. And then the fucking staring contest that Jacob and Edward have whenever they're in the tent. Oh my Jacob's God. Jacob's like scooting Bella. That is the Bella. weirdest scene <laughs> I've so watched funny. in a long time. He goes into the tent. I'm hotter than you. <laughs> it's as I can only imagine a parent just going, my God, can we move yeah. on? And I just love how Taylor Launer's 90% shirtless through this whole movie, if not yeah. in a muscle tank. I like that this movie has a little more of a sense of humor about itself because Edward, whenever he's dropping her off mm-hmm. to go with Jacob, right. he's like, does he ever wear a shirt? <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so funny. Oh, I love oh, yeah. the point where Bella goes, okay, enough. I'm Switzerland. <laughs> We're now on. Yeah. I love yeah. that one. That was great. <laughs> okay. I also wrote down that I wrote down the Jasper being a Confederate mm-hmm. soldier thing, but I've already said everything else. And I just, again, when he has that, like, he says battle scars out of the side of his mouth and he's like, battle scars. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that the first time, but yeah, no, I'm remembering now. Battle scars. Battle scars. <laughs> <laughs> oh man came out of him at that point i also didn't think that the wolves looked that bad well when we get into the the re- reviews mm-hmm. like people are like "Ugh, the cgi is so bad and i'm like there are other movies that are a lot worse this was pretty good for the time that there there were some running scenes where i'm like this is pretty bad but like the wolves yeah. themselves i've seen worse yeah i've definitely it seen literally. worse they weren't they like i've seen serious movies where they've had animals i'm like it doesn't it like it doesn't look bad compared to those. Like, it's it's yeah. it's really not that bad. Yeah, literally. Anything else you noticed that you or wanted to talk about? A lot of people say the, I, and I always, Dr. Mm-hmm. Kala, a lot of people, like, crush on him. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm a Charlie. I'm team Charlie all the way. There's team Jacob. There's team Edward. But there's team Charlie and team Carla. I'm team Charlie all the way. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. But also I would pick, I, I like Charlie more. I love Charlie way more. Because he's an actual dad, not a mob boss. <laughs> <laughs> exactly or like just he's blonde and pale i'm like mm, okay <laughs> yeah okay so we'll move on to the critical reviews of this movie more positive than the ones for new moon mm-hmm. so the first one that i found was from the dispatch it's written by matthew lucas in 2010 he gave it a two out of four he was a college student at the time like working as a correspondent for this news outlet okay. or whatever mm-hmm. lucas says that it's no different than the other two so far also called it a elongated recap of new moon mm. and that the characters just mope around mm. that's not true i don't think that's true that's not true at all so much more no, happens they're... in this movie than new moon it's mostly them doing stuff exactly this whole movie like yeah. they're and not very Bella sitting movies. in a chair no kidding being yeah. sad <laughs> yeah also that david slade is the best out of the three directors you know that have directed twilight movies so far mm-hmm. which i agree with i think that he did the best job directing a Twilight movie. Mm -hmm. Lucas also mentioned that Eclipse is the most visually interesting out of the movies. Mm -hmm. And Billy Burke is the best actor in this whole movie. Like, in the whole movie. Okay, maybe, maybe. (laughs) I love Charlie. I love the actor. He's fine. He added that, like, the rest are one-dimensional in their acting, but I feel like they are actually... This whole movie's, like, flashbacks of the characters. Yeah, I mean... Some of them are becoming a lot less one-dimensional. Yeah. With the added stuff this critic said they read the first two books so it's like they don't they don't like it doesn't seem like they hate 
Twilight no, as a franchise. No, it seems like they're interested enough. And then they end with that the Eclipse is the best of the three movies, but that, quote, that's almost like saying that being knee-deep in bird excrement is better than being knee-deep in rat excrement. Either way, you're still knee-deep in manure, which I think is a little dramatic. I think that's really dramatic. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah. Real quick, which one do you like more, Eclipse or Twilight? I like Eclipse more than the first one a little bit. Okay. Just because I like flashbacks. Okay. And, like, I guess I've just seen the first movie too many times. And I haven't watched Eclipse as much as Twilight. Okay, that makes sense. Because I've only seen yep. Twilight two times. So I still love the vibe of Twilight. So I would say that's my favorite, mm-hmm. but I loved Eclipse. Okay, so moving on to the next one. is It's from comingsoon.net and is written by Joshua Starnes in 2010. It says that as good as Twilight is ever going to get, the first two were plagued by pacing issues and artificial angst. David Slade is the perfect director for this film and that he found the heart of the film, and that this film also perfectly captures a teen girl's view of love, describing it as, quote, immediate and forever, and so intense, it threatens to destroy the people who feel, the very people who feel it, end quote. Wow, that's actually super true. That's actually very accurate. That's actually insanely accurate. With most teen media, if you, like, just change your mindset of it to, like, this is how it feels Mm -hmm. when you're a teenager... And, like, everything's way more intense. Everything's so much more important than it actually is. Mm -hmm. Then it makes more sense. Like, it makes... It's a lot better done when you think of it that way. But that's not always the intention behind it. But Mm -hmm. I do think that that was the intention in the directing, at least. Right. Uh, Rosenberg and Slade both forced the audience into confronting the reality of, like, the consequences of, like, making big life decisions at such a young age. And, like, you know, making them before you have any experience to know, like, how to handle a situation. And they also do a good job of marrying the melodrama of the story with the plot, and it creates, like, actual tension in the in the movie. The older actors, Nikki Reed, who plays uh, Rosalie, and Billy Burke, who plays Charlie, do a good job with, like, helping boost the weaker dialogue that's in here. And, like, there are a few scenes in this movie that are genuinely excellent scenes, just in the grand scheme of, like, movies. Mm-hmm. And then Howard Shore's score of the movie matches the imagery of it really well. And it stops building and it starts making resolutions. Exactly, because at this point, we there shouldn't be anything added on and then ends the review with quote it's not a great piece of filmmaking but it's competent and entertaining and one rarely silly only rarely silly and considering the hole the series has been in that's quite a feat i i yeah they like a lot nicer things to say about it it truly is the best movie of the series so far especially just like with the acting and the filmmaking and everything like i i agree like i think mm-hmm. i think it's great yeah, me too. It was a good one. And then the next review is from Sarah's Backstage Pass and written by Sarah Knight Adamson, who gave the movie a three out of four in 2010. Adamson said that the movie was enticing and it made her want to relive her girly teen years. Yeah, that's kind of what these movies do. And it's like, it's fine. They do. You just, you want to be a teenager who thinks that if you aren't dating this person, you're going to die yeah. like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's intense. Everything's more intense. Everything's so important. Like, it's just, yeah. Also says that this movie's even entertaining for people who aren't diehard fans of the series. The main actors have enhanced their roles and give actual credible performances in this one. It's definitely motivated by the love triangle and jealousy. 
it's more comical and like she even mentions the line doesn't he own a shirt (laughs) i love that that's hilarious the also the action scenes weren't like too overdone and there was no overkill the backstories of the flashbacks of the cullen siblings they thought was cool the newborn vampire villains were developed and given a lot of screen time and then quote the bottom line eclipse is a film for a target audience and this one hits the bullseye end quote the action scenes yeah they're not very um they're not gory because like the vampires just turn into dust and then the wolves like they chomp people but there's no blood there's no ripping up people it's pretty it's pretty pg pg-13 it gets hot and steamy at some point Mm -hmm. and like i was like oh my gosh is this the movie where they do it <laughs> i didn't know i had to skip past the scene whenever their uh bella's like sleeping over at the cullen's house mm-hmm. and they're like in in the bed that he had bought just for her because <laughs> she sleeps that whole thing like i know what happens in that scene mm-hmm. where it's like no i don't want to have sex with you okay marry me then okay yeah because like he's all like i don't want to do it unless you marry me and that's when the mormonism comes out <laughs> yeah. a lot because like yeah because the whole thing like i don't want to bite you the charlie and bella scene where they talk about it it's weird. He's like, Dad, I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. He's all like, I like that ever kid more. <laughs> <laughs> See, like when it's when it's coming from Charlie, it's like, oh yeah, a dad doesn't want to know that his kids had sex. Like, it's, it's it's real. But he brought up the he brought it up, so mm-hmm. I don't understand. The last two reviews I have are from critics who I got reviews from for New Moon. Mm-hmm. So the first one is from that website, Gone with the Twins. And it's like the reviews are written by a, a pair of twins. Oh, yeah, that one. Okay. The Massey Twins. They gave this movie a 4 out of 10, which I think is dramatic. It's a little dramatic, yeah. They start with every Twilight film tells the same story over and over. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no. It really does. It literally does not. If you literally watch the movies, nothing the same happens in each one. It's very different. All of the movies are this a storyline, mm-hmm. so they're gonna have similar things going on because it's a continuation of the fucking storyline. Exactly, but new stuff happens in it every time. Like Taylor yeah. Lautner's yeah. barely in the first one. There weren't newborn vampires in any uh, of the other no ones. No kidding. Like it wasn't. It, they're all different. They say the drama is more mature, but there are still like they say that there's like still stupid little jokes. Yeah, it is. It's more mature of a movie than mm-hmm. the other ones have been so far. Um, the love triangle's more interesting. Mm-hmm. The novels prevent otherworldly creatures from being prevent otherworldly creatures from being breathtaking. So like the way they were written in the novels, they could be cooler. They also say that the flashback period pieces are unconvincing. Like the the I guess the costuming and everything's like not very convincing of the times that the flashbacks are to. But also, who cares? I don't get that. That's the weird the, they're just making up shit to critique. Like the, mm-hmm. how does that even make any sense? Like you have to convince you that we're in the 1930s. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then the last thing was the dialogue is still amateur. The serious demeanor of the vampires is laughable and the CG wolves are bad. They're fine. They're not bad. Yeah. They're fine. I mean, the vampires are a little goofy. They are. I will laugh at them any at any time. But like the, the wolves aren't that bad. I've seen worse. Okay. Like it, I've seen way worse. Our last critical review is from our favorite reviewer from the independent critic Richard Propes and he gives this a B minus he believes that the new director like breathed life into this movie Mm. there's more action it has better pacing everyone seems more energized and alive and more interesting it's the best one so far except for like Taylor Lautner's acting Um, though he is a little bit better in this one says that Kristen Stewart can act, but Twilight has sabotaged her in a way that, like, 
In the same way, he says, in the same way that uh, the Star Wars films reduced Natalie Portman's acting to like robotic. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. Like it's it's definitely how people, like, when people think of Kristen Stewart, a lot of the time they think of her acting in Twilight. But Propes believes that she is a good actor and has the ability to be a good actor. It's just these movies. Um, Pattinson's also a better in this one as well. The supporting performances are also highlighted specifically Billy Burke's performance, Anna Kendrick's performance, and Jackson Rathbone, who plays Jasper. Dakota Fanning's character, on the other, like on the flip side, some of the side characters aren't as good. Like Dakota Fanning's character comes off as a female sibling of the Lost Boys. <laughs> and then Bryce Dallas Howard overacts a little bit too much as Victoria. There's a scene where she's like, like her, she's like, like that. It's so funny. I love yeah, her fighting noises. Her fighting noises alone are just, no. They're not good. <laughs> I love her. I love her, but she's not. I, I didn't even know it was her in this movie. Someone had to say that to me. He also says that you could blame Rosenberg's script, but Propes admits th- that her writing has always been a strength in the series. So he's kind of taken back what he's said before about uh, Rosenberg. The director Slade is equally in touch with the tone of the script. Lautner is the only thing holding this film back <laughs> and oh. ends, the review, <laughs> ends the review with, quote, Twilight Eclipse is the best of the three films and holds great promise that the two, f- the final two films, the final book is being divided into two films, will manage to eclipse their predecessors, end quote. I agree with a lot of what they said. Mm-hmm. And I agree that Taylor Honor is probably not the most talented person in the room. But I still think he adds to the atmosphere of this. I, yeah. I still love him in this movie. And I love how he's yeah. like just mainly shirtless. I love how it's just so funny. It's just so funny. Mm-hmm. There's a point where he wears like khaki shorts. And there's a scene yeah. where he's carrying Bella up the mountain. And it's a faraway distance shot from them. And I thought he was naked at one point. I was like, why is he naked? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't think he takes away anything from this film. I think his bad acting brings that comedy, that silliness that Twilight is and that we love. Yeah, I agree. And I love him in this movie. I don't, yes, I agree. He's not the most talented person in the room, but that's okay. Yeah, I definitely agree that he is not the most talented person in the mm-hmm. room. But we'll move on to the the audience reviews. I got a lot of them from Letterboxd because people on Letterboxd are hilarious. Mm-hmm. And most of the people that write reviews about Twilight were huge fans of it when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I respect their opinions oh, on it. Yes. So the first one I have that's like a more positive one is from Letterboxd. And it's literally from February 3rd of 2022, which oh. is the day we're recording this. Holy crap. Oh, my God. They watched it today like me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so this this reviewer says, if Twilight has a thousand fans, I am one of them. If Twilight has a hundred fans, I am one of them. If Twilight has one fan, I am the fan. Oh if Twilight God. has no fans, I am no longer alive. <laughs> I did. If, if the world is against Twilight, I am against the world. Is that the whole review? Yes. Hands down, the best review we have read. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's it's wonderful. Great. I, I love, I love people. You I know, love people. So people fucking are funny. Funny, and I love it. That's not even a five star review. That's a three and a half star review. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they only gave it three and a half stars. They didn't even give it five stars. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I know I'm probably peaking, but oh my god, that's hilarious. No, it's okay. Oh, that's the okay. best. They even they didn't even give it full five stars, which I thought they did. 
So I got just a tiny, a few of them, like four reviews from IMDb, because um, I'm just, I'm really trying my hardest not to just read ones by misogynist assholes. So this first one from IMDb that's a negative review is a one out of 10 stars. It's titled Just an Awful Film. It's from July of 2010. I went into this movie open-minded, hoping that I would enjoy the third installment much more than the second. I really enjoyed the first film and was highly disappointed in New Moon. Eclipse, in a nutshell, is New Moon all freaking over again, plus a terrible villain. I was shocked by the story and acting in this garbage film. The whole story is a never-ending cycle of does she love Edward or does she love Jacob? And it gets very old. I really wanted to just take a nap in the theater so I could at least get a little bit of enjoyment out of this awful experience. Now for the acting. I could have had my five-year-old little sister play a better Volturi leader than Dakota Fanning. I seriously had to laugh at every scene the Volturi were in because it was that bad. And I don't even want to get started on Taylor Lautner because if I do, I will be writing for days. He's by far the worst actor in a big budget movie I have ever seen, period. For your own good, please do not waste your $10 and see this in theaters. Don't even rent it when it's out on DVD. I give this movie a 1 out of 10 at best. So unfair. This movie is so much better than New Moon. Literally. It's literally so much more action than New Moon even remotely has. This movie is so much better than the the last two, like, in technical aspects, mm-hmm. in directing and acting. Like, it's just so much better. Exactly. Who gets sick of the love triangle? I live for love triangles. Oh, my God. Who would get sick of that? Who's complaining about love triangles? You're bored about the drama? You're, who gets bored of drama? You are a boring person. If you don't if you don't like drama, you're boring. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's coming from two Gemini, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I just had to apologize in advance. We're both Gemini. If you don't okay? like that, we're very leave. opinionated. Because <laughs> it's not gonna get better. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, <laughs> I just I was su- surprised that, you know, this person, you know, actually likes the first movie. Yeah. And I understand their opinion on New Moon. It's not any complaints about New Moon. It's nothing special. I kinda get, yeah. But like this movie is clearly Nothing like New Moon. This is what you were waiting for for Twilight. Because Twilight, we were just being introduced. New Moon, still mm-hmm. a lot of setup, and that's why that movie's so boring. Eclipse is where shit starts happening. This next one <laughs> is from someone I went to film school with. Oh, he's really nice. His okay. name's Andrew. Sorry, Andrew, I took your review on Eclipse. <laughs> it's from 2021, November of 2021. And I just thought it was really funny. So I took it. Okay. It's from Letterboxd. All right. So these vampires need hobbies. Like Carlisle has the right idea, practicing medicine. All the others need to take up woodworking or gardening or something. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. They need, they need some hobbies besides yeah, killing other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. All right, so far good. Yes. Next one, we're back to IMDb for a second. Okay. Wait, wait, what did he give out of that? It was like a rating of some sort? Three. Okay, yeah. Three. That's fair. So the next one's back to IMDb. Mm-hmm. One out of ten. Uh, it's titled, Overall Cheesy One-Line Dialogue Combined with Bad Acting. I'm neither a fan nor a hater of Meyer's Twilight books. There might have been a, a way of making a good film adaptation of the books with a decent script and good actors, but Eclipse failed on both. It was truly painful and embarrassing to watch. The dialogue consisted mostly of stilted superficial one-liners. There wasn't any depth or credibility to the whole the love story at all, which brings up the point of bad acting. The main characters were extremely tedious and lacked personality and credibility, which is partly due to the poor script and dialogue, but also due to the bad acting of the lead actors. 
They can't bring their characters to life or deliver their lines. Stuart looks emotionless and wooden, so does Pattinson. At least he has the excuse that he is supposed to be dead. The film's focus is on the romance between Bella, Edward, and Jacob. Due to the poor script and bad acting, the whole thing comes across as emotionless and superficial, just as an addition of superficial events. Just an addition of superficial events. Not recommended. Quick question. Were they trying to blame, and I might miss heard this in some way were they trying to blame the main actor's bad acting for the other actor's bad acting is that essentially what they were saying i think they were saying that their point of the acting being bad was because of the lead actors being bad like not every single actor in this is bad like the side actors aren't bad it's just the main characters oh okay i disagree with everything they said so I, you know i still don't like edward <laughs> as a, a love interest Oh no, he's awful. Cause like I was, I watched this with my boyfriend when he goes, whenever it goes to Bella, marry me. My boyfriend Larry said that's the worst way you could phrase that <laughs> that question. Cause it's not like will marry. you? It's not even a question. It's not a question. It's like marry it's, me. He's stating it, and I think that's such mm-hmm. a great point because like that tells you everything about his character. He's like he's very he's not a good guy. <laughs> that just reminds me. I don't remember what celebrity it is but they're wearing a shirt that says like break up with your boyfriend or like dump him or like it says like dump him or something. That's my, that's me the entire time to Bella. Like dump him, dump his ass, leave your boyfriend. Yeah, no kidding. Don't go for Taylor though because I don't think Taylor's any better. There were a lot of people, especially for New Moon reviews that were like, why is she choosing between Edward and Jacob when Alice is right there? (laughs) No kidding. No kidding. Absolutely. These next two are both IMDb and then the rest are letterboxed. Mm -hmm. So this one's a one out of 10. And it's from 2015. Mm-hmm. It's titled Help a Fellow Human. And here's here it is. Mm-hmm. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, look, a nope movie. If you ever come across this movie in your travels, do the world a favor. Take it from where you have found it. Set it gently on the ground. Take a machine gun and unload a round or two into it. After you've finished with that, scoop up the remains, then transport those remains into the nearest fire. When there is nothing le- left but ashes, sweep up those ashes and deposit them into a container of acid. Take the container of acid and travel to the deepest body of water you can find and release the acid into the middle of it. Then we can be assured it can't hurt anyone else. You can help all of your fellow humans by deciding to take these simple steps to avoid the pain and suffering. Thank you. Do you know what really convinces me to watch a movie? Something like that. When someone doesn't even describe why they don't like a movie, they just describe the insane psycho shit they would do to a piece of plastic, to a concept. They don't even mention the movie whatsoever. If I didn't know what Eclipse yeah. was and someone wrote this, I'm like, well, I gotta watch. I gotta know what they're fucking mm-hmm. talking about because they're not writing it in the review. What, why they don't like the movie. They just say they hate it. And three out of six people found this helpful. Oh, wow. <laughs> that makes me scared. <laughs> okay so the next one is a two out of ten it's labeled abs versus drabs the abs or the drabs bella pick one um it's from 2010 by the way um this is a two out of ten too i forgot to say that oh um two out of ten from 2010 Mm -hmm. the abs or the drabs pick one bella the problem is there is not enough story to go the distance to stretch things out we get repetition and backstory way late We get a graduation speech that says Bella is too young to make a career decision, but she wrestles with the forever decision. Talk to dad. Visit with mom and sit and talk. Do a lot of walk and talk. Be carried and talk. So much conversation. So quick, epic battle. Robert Pattinson plays his role with all the emotion of a dead vampire. 
With the exception of Ashley Green, the perky vampire, everyone is depressed. It's no fun to be human, depressing to be a wolf, and sucks to be a vampire. A total eclipse of a positive movie experience. Like, if, if you wanted to state this movie was negative, that was probably the right way to say it. But that was another thing that I thought of, like, in this movie, is, like, during her graduation, like, I don't think Bella even says the word job or career in the franchise, because that is absolutely, that's yeah. not what our mind. Her job she is no ambitions. Dra- no ambitions for anything outside of drama and vampires in the woods. That's it. That's all Bella has. Literally all insight. she has. Yeah. Which I and love. go to the University of Alaska. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe for science, and that's all she says. She goes, "It has a great science program." I'm like, "For what? <laughs> Can you define science? What science part you want to do?" Oh, all we know about her interest in science is from the first movie, where she <laughs> looks in a microscope yeah. and knows what's in there. That's it. That's the <laughs> only thing we have about her interest mm-hmm. with science. Now we move on to the. Letterboxd reviews. This one's a two-star review from August of 2018. Uh, When I saw this movie at the midnight premiere, there were Team Edward girls in the bathroom and they wouldn't let Team Jacob girls enter. Do you ever like look back in history and go like, I wish I was there. I wish I was there. (laughs) I do too. This next one, it's four stars. Some of these aren't low reviews. I just thought they were funny because it's just people making funny commentary on the movies. So this one's a four-star review from January of 2018. And they said, what's up with the entire wolf pack wearing jorts? (laughs) No, that's the whole thing. They all wear jean to the knee shorts. Like, it is the funniest damn thing. (laughs) It looks like the least threatening gang you've ever seen. (laughs) Just Bunch of people running around in shorts. Wait, just to add to this thought, there's another four-star review from February 3rd of 2022, which is today, that says, I just want to talk to the Anna Wintour of werewolf fashion because who decided jorts was a good idea? (laughs) Okay, literally that scene where like Bella and Jacob are on the mountain kissing and they have, it shows that like really Mm -hmm. big shot, like it's a beautiful sunrise, whatever shot he's literally in cargo shorts and like tennis shoes like he's literally like dressed as like a dad on a hiking trail is the funniest is the like least hot thing i've ever seen a person wear this next one is a two-star review from 2010 not wait not from 2010 from february 2nd of 2022 which was yesterday and they say the jacob versus edward tribe hates each other but come together to protect bella dynamic gave some more interesting momentum to this one although the reason for protecting her and risking so much are a bit loose she's not the chosen one they just love her um as we start this one with her and ed already in love it's a bit easier to swallow we can just if we imagine we haven't seen the previous films imagine they've got a rich and deep history that built a solid foundation for love which kind of compensates for their continual lack of flirting bella and jacob is harder is still harder to believe but at least feels more like teenage awkwardness the tribes of supporting characters still aren't that interesting, and we get limited time with the likes of Seth, the Volturi, etc., who could inject some more interest into things, as would a bit more high school life with Anna Kendrick. But it feels like they're just being trailed ahead of the next two films. The saga continues to feel episodic, although perhaps less than New Moon. Anyway, the soundtrack remained good. Yeah, I guess like yeah, Edward and Bella makes more sense if you don't think about the rest, the past of their relationship. Yeah, in this one. Yeah, like if you just forget, forget everything that the other movies have said about their relationship. You're like, oh yeah, okay, sure. I don't know when you think about like what they've done, and like how he's treated her, and also he like he's barely in the last mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. Mm-hmm. This next one's a two and a half star review 
from April of 2017. If Edward really cared about Bella, he would have boiled himself like a lobster to warm her up. (laughs) That's the funniest damn thing. That's the funniest review. That's hilarious. Yeah, you don't let another man come into the tent and warm her up. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) It's so nasty. That is the weirdest scene in a movie I've ever watched. It is hilarious. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this next one is... They didn't give it any stars. This is just a review from September of 2020 that says, Every day I think about Robert Pattinson saying in an interview that he thinks Stephanie Meyer is mentally unstable. (laughs) Did he really say that? Basically. That is hilarious. Oh, my God. He said a lot about the Twilight series, so I'm not not totally surprised. Yeah. And he's pretty open-minded. Like, he... Not open-minded. He's pretty... Opinionated. Opinionated. This next one is a star and a half. It's from March of 2020. So this person was like, I'm in lockdown. I'm rewatching <laughs> all of the Twilight films, which I understand. I'm right there with you. Let's see. This one says, I can't believe when Stephanie was writing the Twilight trilogy, she stopped at the beginning of the third book and said, wait, I need to squeeze in more love triangle. Thus, Eclipse was born. These are all facts. She told me herself. All right. I believe this person. I, I believe totally you. Believe. I believe that I Stephanie believe Meyer you. said that to you. I believe you know her <laughs> if she spoke to this about you. This next one's a five-star review, but I think it's another one of those where it's like, they love this movie and they love this series, but they know what's wrong with it. So this is from January of 2022. Worst Edward. He's so manipulative and low-key abusive. Why does he disassemble her car battery so she can visit her best friend? Like, Edward, I love you so much, but you're actually the worst in this movie. Can't support you. Thank God for breaking Dawn, Edward. (laughs) Oh my God. That's funny. Which I, you know, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the last one I have is a positive review from Letterboxd. Five stars from January of 22 as well. Mm -hmm. Best overall movie of the series, I think. Just as a movie, it has everything it needs. Romance, action, angst, just 10 out of 10. And we, and we got background into the characters. I still wish that we got a background scene for Alice, though. Oh, okay. I, I love this review. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with it. Even the last part. Alice is so involved with, mm-hmm. like, taking care of everything that's happening and, like, being mm-hmm. there for Bella. She deserved to have a, a little bit more of background information. Well, they gave two... Especially to Jasper, her partner. So I don't understand why Alice didn't get one. Also, Emmett's backstory is that he got mauled by a bear while out hunting. Mm. And Rosalie saved him and carried him all the way. All carried him all the way to Carlisle. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Was this, do you know what year? That was in 1935. So she had to carry him. She was, okay. But she was a vampire at that time. So she had her powers to help out. But still. She's yeah. a bad bitch, okay? Rosalie's yeah, great. she is. That's all I have for Eclipse from the audience reviews. Did they change your opinion at all? Or, like, add anything to your opinion of this movie? No. It is so much better than New Moon. Way different. It's We're starting to, like, speed up with, like, the story that's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Very excited for the Breaking Dawns. Love this one. Love the details of this one. I'm also excited for you to watch Breaking Dawn. Me too, because I haven't, I haven't seen... I never seen Eclipse, so I wasn't ready for Eclipse. Mm-hmm. And now I haven't seen Breaking. I haven't seen Breaking. I saw the second one in theaters. I hardly remember it though. So just keep this line in your head, okay? Okay. Keep the line that Bella says to Jacob till my heart stops beating in your head. 
Okay, we'll come back to it in the next one. Oh, I'm going to write that down. Yeah, my opinion hasn't changed either. I, I like Twilight. I think if I were to actually go and rank them, I would still put Twilight as number one because it's the first one, but I enjoy watching Eclipse more. I just think it's the most interesting. It's also really well done, like, uh, comparably. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that people who love these films love making fun of them. That's my favorite thing. I- like, po- pointing out the little stupid shit. Exactly. What would you give Eclipse out of five? I would honestly rate it like four out of five. It was like really good. Twilight is a four out of five. Eclipse is a four out of five. They're both really good. I think in the grand scheme of all movies, four out of five. But in the Twilight series, five out of five. I get that. Take what you've heard from us and the critics and the audience members. Watch Eclipse. Watch all of them. Seriously. But watch Eclipse. Eclipse is very interesting. You know, let us know what you think. Let us know all those silly little stuff that you you find there's a ton of silly stuff in this Mm -hmm. movie yeah tell us yes absolutely thank you so much for listening this has been easy big takes i'm kat and i'm riley easy watch it out there bye bye